Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the HP Host Podcast. We're your hosts, Sam and Maddie. You can say hello. Hi. <laughs> uh, gosh, we haven't done this in a while, um, so we might be a little rusty, but yeah. we'll and we really do fuck that up. Yeah. The, yeah. Who is saying hello? <laughs> it's just, we're all here. Yeah, we're never going to get it right. It's fine. Um, it'll always be a tad awkward, but I think that makes That's us fine. cute. Um, okay, today we, we're starting a new series, um, Yellow Jackets, of course. We are upset that we did not have this podcast during the first season, but we loved the first season and we were very excited that we're getting season two right now and we're going to talk about it. So, yeah. um, the I don't know, if Maddie, if you want to say this, but I was just going to say this is season one or season two, episode one called Friends, Romans, and Con- Friends, Romans, Countrymen. And Maddie had a little spin on that. I did, because it's friends, homans, and country whores in this bitch. <laughs> the HB hose. <laughs> now, homans, it was just too dumb and easy. And I just, I love it. So welcome, all you little homans. Yes. We're discussing yeah. yellow jackets. Yeah. Woo! 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 Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this uh, this episode is the the season premiere of um season two so with that being said uh if you have if it isn't already blatantly obvious we are going to be discussing this episode so if you haven't seen it do not watch and also if you haven't seen yellow jacket season one do not watch all of it's on the table get the fuck out now go yes this is our spoiler alert um okay yeah friends romans countrymen uh my first note that i wrote down was that this is a mark antony quote um about julius caesar and uh it starts off with friends romans countrymen lend me your ears which i think is hilarious and i didn't even catch it until Mm. maddie and i were just talking about it that um obviously jackie lent shauna her ear so right because that that is probably been quoted in a lot of things i actually know it from a different movie that i was telling sam about i was like oh yeah like this is this was quoted in this movie so um iconic mark antony as always (laughs) yeah of course yeah of course so i just wanted to mention that i think all of the um the episode titles will have some sort of meaning behind them so um and then, yeah, I guess we can go right into our talking points. The first one, <clears throat> excuse me, being Lottie, where we get introduced to adult Lottie. Woo! Ooh, yeah, finally. I was excited for that one. And mm. she delivered. Yeah, she did. Yeah, like, she did. that was the Lottie that I wanted to meet. I'm very glad. I like her character right now. I think I do too. You know, I never really had a problem with Lottie. Um, I think I always really liked her. She was controversial yeah, and polarizing. I don't think she even was controversial. My thing is, I'm a weird girl. Okay. Mm. She's a weird girl. I was just like, this bitch is just doing whatever the fuck she needs to do to settle her mind. They're going through a traumatic experience. And she's already had some whoa, issues. Whoa, 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 Madison! Already starting so off with the hot takes. Okay, this yeah. is—I didn't even realize until I uh, fucking barrel rolled through Reddit this weekend <laughs> um, 
like I didn't realize how big of a discussion it was of is this supernatural versus is this um trauma and a trauma response. Right. Maddie clearly is on the trauma response side of it. I am, I am. open to it being supernatural. There are some things that I think cannot be d- explained from season one that have happened that I'm like, there's no logical um there's no logical explanation for this. So I'm open to it being supernatural. I'm not really sure yet. I don't have an actual theory, I don't think. Um, but yeah, we'll, so we'll discuss know, this more and more. Just so you guys know, as listeners, we will talk about things in both ways. So if you're on either yes. side, we will still try to be relatable. Right. And listen, I don't hate on anyone's practice. I love some Wiccan shit in my life. I'm like, ooh, a little candle, a little intention. Let's fucking go. You know what I mean? But I am really, really trying to understand. I think I'm coming from a lens of trying to understand it through a logic point of view, mm-hmm. like a, lo- a more logical stance. Um, I do think that there are moments where it could they do a very good job of playing with it. And I think that's the point, Mm -hmm. but um, you know, I'm just trying to see it from like, is this trauma? Because it, it feels like it. And like I said, everyone has their little ways. We got introduced to another character in this series. I'll come back to Lottie, but just to mention, what was her name? Crystal, the singer, Mm -hmm. the theater girl. That's her way of dealing with this shit is singing, you know, and being still theatrical out in fucking below zero. Gosh, I am really just so impressed how you can be such a Disney girl in every conversation that we have. (laughs) It's a gift. It's a lifestyle. Oh my gosh. If you're a loyal uh, listener of HBO's, Maddie has more often, more than once, uh, a lot of times, almost every episode that we've done found some Disney-esque aspect. Um, I was going to mention Crystal too. I actually was in theater. Kids like her were very annoying. Um, And I think that she will be the first to die a communal death, meaning all of them will pitch in to kill her. That's that's my terrible theory. to say, but that's a good theory. Um, I also can kind of agree with that because she's so fucking annoying. <laughs> and I will say that theater kids, sure, they were annoying, but I had a lot of theater kid friends in high school. I wasn't in theater, though, because I was yeah, too shy. Yeah, I was in the theater. I, I, yeah, I was in the realm of theater. And um, yeah, a lot of them were really, there were some really nice ones, like some really good theater people that I can remember that I'm like, I still am rooting for them in life right now. Anyhow. There's some really nice parts of all groups, no matter how horrible. True. True. <laughs> yeah. No. So, Balance. Nonetheless, yes. Thank you for bringing up Crystal. Um, I didn't know if I was going to be able to segue into something about her later, Um, but I did. Yeah. yeah, we are. And then with that being said, also with the addition of adult Lonnie, we are getting new girls, which we um, talked about this a lot last season. This group, and it might have been kind of a shift or a jump or something, like some people might not understand where these new girls are coming from. The thing is, they were filming season one during COVID. So they the less people on set, the better, and that they couldn't actually give the full look of how many girls were actually there. But my guess is it's an entire varsity team, an entire JV team that's usually, I would say... 
15 to 20 girls on each if it's a bigger right. if they're bigger teams so that's that plus obviously like the coach and Javi and uh Travis and the extras the dad the um, family members exactly. that could have so, been there yeah so we did not at all see all the girls that we're gonna see last season they're gonna be I, I don't know if they're just gonna add these three new girls in right now or if there's gonna be even more after that but yeah. so far, I know I'm glad you went from that yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that because I don't know if we did talk about it on, on the podcast. You and I did talk about it. Yes. Yeah. But I don't know if we talked about it on. So just an FYI for everyone, because that was news to me as well. I was like, oh shit. Cool. Yeah. We're gonna see other people. Like I didn't know it was like that. Um, but yeah, Lottie. Fucking Lottie. Just mm-hmm. seeing her adult character is very fitting. And yeah. Sam and I discussed a lot uh you know she I hate to say this because it's giving pyramid scheme it's giving I don't know just it's just kind of scam like I was like oh you know like I don't know her just like what she's doing but I did really like what she said she's like yeah the power like the only thing that's in the way is it's you and I'm like that is there's a lot of truth in that yes that is also textbook cult um, I think every yes. leader says that, or they say the power of change is within me. And so, so, but there, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited to see more about the Lottie cult because I mean, it gave me Jared Leto, um, it gave me Jared Leto in fucking wherever he took a bunch of people that and made them all wear white. And it was just very weird, a weird PR move from him. But, um, that that's what it was giving me immediately. And the thing is, is like normally cult leaders want to be worshipped and that's kind of their, they're like, they're scamming people either out of money, but in most cases that we've seen, especially the bigger ones like Waco and all of that, they like act like they're a bishop of God or a bishop of enlightenment or whatever. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see like how Lottie is actually playing it, especially with this, like the power with you does she want to be worshipped or is she actually like an altruistic cult leader? You know, does she actually want There is no altruistic cult leader, but, (laughs) but I get what you're saying. I think, um, what I'm interested to see in her is kind of the same thing. Like, it's not that she's altruistic, but she does understand what it takes. And I think like going, first of all, the experience that they went through is traumatic, but it's also, a profound experience that shows you things about yourself that you never thought you could accomplish mm, or yeah. do. Yeah. And I think that there's a great, great power in that. Like I remember, and this is nothing to what they went through mm-hmm. or what they're depicting. Um, I took a class and the teacher made us do so many projects. I did I did so many projects that semester mm-hmm. and I was like holy shit at the end I was like holy shit. I did 95 different like physical models. Mm-hmm. Like something insane. I was like I never even thought I was capable of doing that. I couldn't even yeah. see myself doing that, but because I had like the the push, mm-hmm. right? That was more of a positive source of encouragement and you know like trying to get something done but I do think when you are at these kinds of odds you know yeah it does bring something out in you and maybe she's just trying to share that in a way it's like hey you can do this yeah you can do a lot more than you think you can Mm -hmm. that's and I think again 
Oh God, I would fall into a cult so easy. That's so bad to say, but I'm like here for her, like saying like, yeah, dude, get out of your own way, like work that. hard, keep at it, chip away. I don't know. I'm here I'm, for that message. I'm getting kind of nervous because we did um, a Midsummer uh, podcast <laughs> <laughs> and um, we openly said on that that we would join that cult like ASAP. If you've seen the movie, you know exactly what we're talking about. But um, <laughs> this is the second time we are openly admitting to being um, susceptible to a cult follower or following. Yeah. And I am afraid that we're going to start getting like targeted ads. For no, I don't want that either. I don't want that either. <laughs> Terrible do nods. Um, you know, and it's, I don't think it's that, you know, you and I do love the sense of community. We're mm -hmm. humans. Yeah. Everybody needs and understands that. And I think that like, there's something interesting about a set of guides and rules and morals. We see it in religion. We see it in all kinds of things. And I think for you and I, we think that there's some, there's some easiness in it, right? But nothing's ever perfect. Yeah. So it's like, we know better. We, yeah. we know better. But because like, I really don't want to kill anyone. That's not my thing. Mm -hmm. We're mm -hmm. putting on flower crowns, though. Yeah. That's my thing. I know. I <laughs> That's our thing. <laughs> like, um, I don't know. We're going to eat dinner together at the same time. Every I, know, day. I know. I just want to be in fields, you know, with like chickens running around. Like, that's what I want. Yeah. I just want like yeah. nature, you know, but nonetheless. Um, okay. So Lottie, yeah, we saw like a little snapshot of, of them all right when they got rescued. Not much about, you know, about anybody else yet. But Lottie, we saw that she was going through electric shock treatment, um, you know, and then and then flash forward to present day and she's running a cult um, and kidnapping people. So um, I don't know. Do you want to talk about the end of the episode with her and um, Natalie now or do you want to go more chronologically? Um, I don't mind either way. I don't know. I I think it'll come up. So I think we yeah. can just continue with, with yeah. what we've got. Um, because yeah. that is the end. Yes. Okay. All right. So um, the next thing I have down here is um the Shauna and Jackie ghost. Um, I think this mm. is gonna be huge for this season. This idea of Shauna and her grief. Um. Mm and guilt and everything that she feels she, like about Jackie dying. Um, but I was just curious, what were your thoughts about how they did it and, and how that looked, I guess. So obviously the, like it, it looked, you know, real on screen. I was convinced. I was like, oh, okay. Like they're keeping her body um, in a logical way, just from standpoint. I'm like, oh, they probably, want to keep the body so if they get saved they can honor it bury it you know whatever they're you know like at least they know to do that much probably i do think my theory is that they're going to end up having to resort to eating her because yeah. they're in a long winter like you and i talked about it i don't know exactly where they are geographically but i do think that where they are the winter is not like a three four month thing i think it's I mean, like a five six month thing oh yeah yeah well the winter where i live is a six month thing but like i'm thinking right. it, the only thing that makes sense of where they would be is somewhere in like at, like canada um definitely That's canada what I'm in the mountains um and then it would explain the french coming in 
last season if they're in somewhere like Quebec or not Quebec uh-huh. specifically, but a French speaker sure. in Canada. Um, yeah, where winters last fucking eight months, not six months, right? right? Like they, you know. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a long winter. I think that uh, one other thing of why they didn't try to bury Jackie is because the ground is definitely frozen and solid. Probably, yes. yeah, so they can't even bury, they couldn't even bury her. Or, and I'm thinking that Shauna probably wouldn't even let them, you know, no. so, so we know actually, let me just say the timing wise present day is immediate. We picked up immediately after season one ends timing wise for the wilderness is two months later. So Shauna has been right. in this shed for hours a day talking to Jackie's dead body, basically. Right. That's right. where we're at. That's where we're at. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, obvi- God, the thing is there's so much trauma for them. All the things that they've, the crash, coach is like the drugs that just like all of this shit. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, like I can't even sit here and judge her. I'm like, this oh. is, was your friend. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me just jump a little bit to Shauna and the husband and them fucking in Adam's studio. So the thing is, sometimes I'm like, does she feel guilty about Jackie or is she just a primal fucking bitch who never like that was some of their first like formative experiences But the thing is, I feel like she was a savage before that because she explains to Jeff that she likes the the scent or the imagined scent of someone else being on him or with him like that turns her on. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, is that like, that's why you were attracted to him when you were young, because Jackie had him. That is a good point. I didn't think of that. Yeah. So I'm like, how guilty could you feel? And the thing is, I don't think that she was like, she's going to be a savage when you're 16, when you're 18, when you're young, you do dumb shit. You're a little savage about shit Mm -hmm. and you learn from it in the real world. But when you immediately go through something for almost what, two years, I think it is that they're like depicted through this is, I don't know. It's that is 16 to 18. That is who you become. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, yeah, their brains are so, it's like the, you know, the younger you are, the more susceptible you are to trauma. Um, mm-hmm. I think that uh, my, I guess, like opinion on Shauna is that she does really feel guilty for Jackie. I think that that's, her morality is skewed. Obviously, she's sleeping with her best friend's boyfriend, but like, it, mm-hmm. um, you know, but I think that she did truly feel guilty. And I think that she felt guilty that Jackie died um, do I think that all of that happening at once for her in this horrible chain of events made her sociopathic today? Yes. She hasn't felt bad about Adam one second. And then going into the, his warehouse and seeing how fucking obsessed he was with her, um, which we will talk about that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And she just absolutely no remorse at all. Right. So I think that, and I think all of them are sociopathic. I think that any kind of trauma like that will make you because it's a defense mechanism of you to protect yourself, you know, by by avoiding feelings and avoiding guilt. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because like there are things that you're going to have to do to make it in a situation like that. And then, you know, like that's how, and that's what I'm saying. Like, obviously people change, you change as, I'm not the same person as I was when I was 17, 18. 
but there's a lot of core things from like those years that make me who I am now yeah and things that I still value from that age you know maybe when I'm 50 maybe when I'm 60 70 80 I will feel differently I don't know but right now I'm like yeah some of those things shaped me you know, so yeah, for I, sure, for sure. And like, I think a lot of, I mean, those things that you were going through, I mean, some of them could have been traumatic, the traumatic things you absolutely remember, and they absolutely changed how you handled mm-hmm. situations and emotions going forward. They just do. Yeah. Right. So, and I think that all of them, I mean, specifically in Shauna's case, I think it was, it was, and like, the thing is, is all of them are, what I love about it is all of them are going through such a unique like personal story while also this shared story the, mm-hmm. they all are dealing with the same thing circumstantially in the wilderness but then like thais has got like the sleeping shit shauna's got mm-hmm. the jackie shit like natalie's got the travis shit you know they all mm-hmm. have such unique things that have like catapulted them to where they are right now which is severely fucked in the head like so fucked yeah and the thing is, is like i just don't understand why none of these hoes went to therapy therapy Well, I think that they probably made a pact to each other not to ever speak about it, like in depth to anybody. I think that's what they never do that. Little hoes, little I know. Do not ever do that. Talk about that. We're trying to get better help. So, you know. (laughs) (laughs) They're so good. Yeah, we're healthy over here. Yeah, no, I'm absolutely in therapy. I just got an email a little while ago that was like, your appointment's at 11 a.m. tomorrow. Yeah. Confirmed, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so uh, with Donna, I don't know. I think that we're going to see her really crack this season um, with all of the mm. plan. We know just from the the uh, spoilers, if you haven't seen any of the trailers or anything, if you haven't, what kind of fan are you? Go fucking watch it. Um, but the uh you know we know that she starts getting investigated by the cops and like all that stuff happens so it, this yeah. whole t- turn of events is is gonna rear its ugly head in the in the way which is why i'm i'm so happy that misty is the one that's like spearheading the we can't go to jail <laughs> let me i'm so glad you just brought her up i just want to say one thing about misty and we'll get back to wherever we were misty is annoying she is annoying she's smart though Uh and i appreciate her something about this episode when she was on the bed and she was looking around in the room she's like i can't believe this bitch left me we're best friends and she's like i'm not gonna cry about this and then she immediately cries i fucking loved it i was like girl just do you but i like how I don't know. That's a good friend. She's like, yo, no, there's no fucking way. She's a fantastic friend. She's a psycho, but she's a fantastic friend. I think that this is going to be Missy's um, redemption season. Because last season, I was so, she was so, like, fun to watch because she's just a psycho. But I hated her so much. (laughs) And I find myself really, really liking her now. <clears throat> and I think that, um, you know, when we're so we start to see little scenes of like her kind of being like bullied and like ousted back in the wilderness, like she can't touch the food. They're making her go outside every night to do chores and stuff like that. Um, and then even with this, like we see that, you know, she was really upset when Taisa and Natalie didn't show when Shauna was there. Um, oh. So, yeah, I think we're going to start to see like it's going to be a, a yeah. Missy recovery season. And I think we're going to. 
by the end of the season, we're going to love Missy. By the end of the season, we're going to hate Ty. That's my that's my prediction. Um, and we'll talk about Ty next on the list. But uh, I did also just want to say for the people that are really excited about um, Elijah Woods being on this, uh, because he's introduced and we know that he is some sort he's connected to Missy somehow. Um, it was his when she oh. was looking up at him and she sees the Reddit yeah. thing. It was yeah. in Elijah Woods' voice. Yeah. So we know yes. that it's him that's also doing digging on this um, this case, and he yeah. got, he hit it, you know, nose on. So yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, yeah, no, I'm rooting for Misty this season. She definitely was ousted, and um, I'm just ready for her to come back. I actually feel like her and Natalie maybe were closer in the woods. Like I think there's a point that they may get closer. Because I'm like, why is she so obsessed with the core when, like, Crystal is obviously there about to give a lending hand to be like, hey, like, let's fucking I harmonize. I think everybody but who we see right now and Van is dead. No. I think, I mean, God, like, how many people can actually survive that? And, like, uh, there's already people, I mean, this is, a, this is a popular opinion that already too many of the main cast members that we know are living now that they brought Van mm-hmm. back. And I think yeah. actually, if uh, my sources are correct, meaning like a variety article, probably um, Van was <laughs> supposed to die, but the showrunners loved the character that the um, crap, I don't know her name, but um, the one that played young Van so much that they kept her alive. Uh, she is great. I do really, really wonderful. like her. Yeah, she's yeah, wonderful. I really like her. This is her name. Yeah, especially this episode with her. I don't know. Something about her and Ty's interactions. I was like, oh, I really, really like you. Oh, my God. Great segue. Can we talk about this? Because I want to kill Ty so badly, and I know it's not her fault, but how much more abuse is Van going to fucking take? Like, she almost burned alive in the plane. She got her face eaten off by a wolf. She after she got the Lottie necklace stolen, yeah. so that's a super. But Ty, Ty did say, "I am dangerous for you." I know. I oh, I, I hate, hate to say that. I hate to say that, but it is she. You know, like it's not like she didn't say it, but you know, love is love is love. The heart wants what the heart wants, and oh Van is a compassionate, empathetic character and i would be so mad you wake me up out of my sleep to fucking bite my lip like that i would have i would have beat the shit out of her i would have beat the shit out of her (laughs) i can't like oh my god and i just feel so bad for van he's done nothing wrong to anybody and she keeps getting absolutely shit on in these woods yeah you know? Okay, it's it's reminding me of if you guys haven't watched fucking uh True Blood, you should. But it's giving Tara energy. Tara always got fucked in that show, oh man. God, and she did nothing. Oh, she did Tara, nothing. yeah. Love her. RIP. RIP to the character. I mean, not her. Yeah, um, yeah, the yeah. Actual yeah. RIP to Lafayette because um he actually yeah. did it. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah. Anyways, um yeah, no, Van <laughs> just keeps getting absolutely like just beat up. And uh yeah, I, know, and I know that we're gonna get adult Van, which I'm very excited about because it's being played by Lauren Ambrose, who was Claire in um Six Feet Under, which is one of my all-time favorite shows. Um, and so I'm excited to see her for the first time on screen in a while 
at least in anything I've seen. But mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, but the, I know that I've seen a clip, another trailer spoiler, that a Van go, or uh, Thaisa reaches out to her, I think. And then I, there's like mm-hmm. a, a little clip of them like hugging and Thais is crying, probably because she knows that the sleeping stuff is happening again. And the only yeah. person that really understands is Van. But I'm almost like, Thaisa, you selfish bitch, leave her alone. You've hurt her enough. You know, leave her alone. Van seems like she's probably in a very peaceful place right now. And you hoes are going to come wrap her back up and all this bullshit. I just, I feel very protective over Van. And so I don't like to see her hurt. We've had enough in season one. And now she's getting beat up by her own fucking girlfriend when she's sleeping. Because (laughs) you saw her arm, like her wrist was all cut up too. Oh, yeah, because she had the rope tied. So it was, you know, pulling and you know, giving her little abrasions on her wrist. So more abrasions, Madison, I don't like the way you're minimizing these. these- I'm not minimizing it. I'm just saying Taiza didn't grab her and was like, fuck you, bitch. She didn't do that. Van tied it. It's a thing. It sucks. I'm not minimizing it. I also don't like Thaisa for Van. I didn't like her for Van in the beginning. I was like, mm, Thaisa's too, like, bold and strong and forward for you. She needs another, like, head, like, captain of the team to date. That's who she um, needs to date is another bitch just like her. Yeah. Who can, like... Need someone to put her in her place, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Gosh, I know. And so, just on the topic of Thaisa, let's get into her present day. Um, So, she... Present day. Present day Thaisa is, is scary as fuck. Scary. Scary. She's scary. Although, I feel... Uh, so, I want to say, I do feel a bit of pity, though, here. Because you are right. She does... She doesn't understand what's happening... She doesn't, I would say, know how to get help for it, probably because none of them talk about it. Mm. You know, so, like, you cannot get proper help for something like that unless you spill your guts to a professional. You're like, this, 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 and this happened. You know, like, and I, so I feel a little bit of pity for her because I also understand, like, if you or I personally went through something like that, would you want to talk about it to anyone I probably would want not to but if it was devastating my life and putting the people that I love in danger then yes over something that I couldn't control at least take some fucking Xanax every night so you can make sure your SD's passed out or something <sighs> you know there's workaround medications half of workaround on goddamn Ozempic and fucking lithium and Prozac and all the shit. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Shauna is on like every antidepressant there comes. And Natalie yeah. was addicted to fucking heroin for 20 years. So, you know, True. there are solutions that don't involve you hurting other people, especially True. your fucking You're dog. So, oh, God. Like, yeah, oh, that sucks. Okay. So, I think my thing with Taisa actually, like, just this, th- this, like, almost like, what the fuck, like, figure it out um attitude is coming because i do feel really bad for her too it's so fucking scary so the thing is is i what what changed i think in my head was this episode actually because when Mm. she gets confronted she goes to the school to show sammy the new dog steve poor fucking steve let's pray for steve Steve. um praying for steve yeah uh uh, so she and then Simone, her wife, um, comes up and with this, like, get the fuck away from him. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it obviously scares Taisa. She has no idea why she's responding like that. 
Um, yeah. Then she goes home, she checks the basement, she sees the shrine, and I don't, I d- was not in love with her reaction to it. I think that- It was a little short. It was, it yes, it was and short. It, it was, I don't know if they meant for that or if they just didn't, you know, just like writing wise, it wasn't given enough. I just, I think that, because there was, and immediately what went through my head was, when you see something that awful, right, you have a bad reaction to it. It's a fucking dog's head cut off, right? And obviously yeah. it's been worse, but still, when you see something that disturbing, you have- Especially if you weren't conscious of doing it. Well, that's what I, that's what I was about to say. So the the just seeing something disturbing, you should have an even worse reaction than knowing that you are responsible for something like that. That should put you on your fucking ass like that. Yeah. And like, I, so I just felt like there was a serious lack of remorse and lack of like, this is really fucking serious. Like, I I didn't get that from her character. And I think that that's why I'm like, I feel like I, Ty is just going to lose it for me by the end of the season. Mm -hmm. I think that it's going to be followed by more and more like repeat behavior. Yeah. And Um, I agree. I think that's very fair. I think that's fair, but I do also think that she, you know, and you know this too, but like her lack of remorse probably comes from that fucking experience because they had to have lack of remorse to survive. Yeah. You know? God. And like, and that's the thing is like, we can have these as our main characters and still root for them, even though they're bad people, because of course, let's face it. None of them are good people. Yeah. This is a story too. You know, like this is a story about an experience that is extremely hard that you're, that none of them are versed in. This is a new precedent for every single one of them. Yeah. They have no idea how to properly react to any of these situations. Mm -hmm. They're just getting by with what they know how to do best. Yeah. That is it. It is trial and error. You know, like there's no method here. (laughs) Yeah. Oh God, that's so scary. It's just, it's a very, very hard position to be in. Um, yeah, and it's, it's like I would be absolutely terrified. And then there's this idea, like if you've ever been blackout drunk and done something really bad, and then woken up the next day, that remorse that you have, it's like yeah. I've had that quite a few times in my life where I'm like, what the fuck, like. Oh my God, this is all like, and just, you go, you spiral and you go into like this pit of guilt and, and, and like, I can't, I don't even know if I can explain it, but it's just like serious anxiety. And especially because you don't know, like you can't remember what you were capable of or what you did. And so it's like, even knowing how that feeling is on a very small scale, it's not like I ever got drunk and killed someone, but like, or did anything that bad for that matter. But, um, you know, like trying to think about that, like a hundredfold in Thaisa's case, I'm mm-hmm. like, it must be fucking terrifying. Like knowing what you yes. yourself are capable of and in no control over. Um, so, oh God, here we go. The cat beaters. Oh. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. It's official. HBO's <laughs> cat beater oh, time. <laughs> Feed your cats, motherfuckers. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, um, <laughs> So, yeah, no, I yeah, agree with that. I, I I feel really bad for her, but I also am almost like I'm not the kind of person that's like that's gonna feel bad for you when you have options to do mm. something about it, and you know, and you're not doing yeah. it. I'm not doing it. So, 
Um, and you're right, you know, like they don't want to spill the beans, but I'm saying they're there. Also, like you're the fucking senator now, you know what I mean? And like you can't even what? Like it's just I'm just like Taisa, you are just a self sabotaging fucking disaster right now. That's what I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So speaking of Taisa and her not knowing what the fuck she's doing, this is a theory. I have no backing or evidence for it, except that Taisa <laughs> doesn't remember what she does. And I think she killed Travis with, with a wrench in the alley with a seance. Oh. I'm just kidding. I don't know. That's just my... No, 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 um, no. I actually, I had that thought went through my mind. Um, while I was, I just did a season one rewatch and that thought did go through my mind because we know, especially now that we're seeing Taisa become increasingly more violent in the beginning, she was just climbing in trees and eating dirt. Like she wasn't hurting anybody, right. you know? And I'm like, that's yeah. fine. Like you're just yeah, kind of like meditating for her. Like, yeah, fuck. Exactly. Um, so, but then we saw at the end when she, we saw that she killed the dog, I was like, whoa, okay. But then I'm like, animal sacrifice could be a wilderness thing, could, you know, whatever they ate, got any animal they could find out there. So like that, you know, kind of made sense. But now that we see that she's hurting Van, I'm like, I feel like it's just going to get even more disturbing, like her, her shit that she does. And yeah, the idea of her being the one that killed Travis. I mean, she started she, sleepwalking at the same time that he died, you know, but the question is he ooh. lived in, he lives in like bumfuck like Vermont, I think. So that, that's the only right. thing. Well, how she drive? The, yeah. How did she drive? But yeah, I mean, she could kill a dog and not remember it. She can drive. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, she had a whole shrine built and couldn't remember it. <laughs> so this bitch can do anything. No wonder she's the fucking senator. I mean, maybe Honestly. she's the schizophrenic one and Lottie isn't even schizophrenic. Maybe Taisa has uh, multiple personalities or something, you know? Great point. Great yeah. fucking well, point. Well, my point is, is that the bitch has oh, had some shits, obviously stress-induced. And it's right. like, the thing is, is like, you know that. Why would you run for senator? Yeah, psycho. Well, right. And I think that, too, from the first season, we do know that she had some mental issues in her family. I think it was her grandmother that yeah. was, like, sick or maybe, I don't know, it might have been dementia. They did not disclose it. It could have been anything, but it mm -hmm. seems like a hallucination. And I would imagine, and again, this is not disclosed, but I would imagine that, like, her family didn't, hasn't explained it to her. Maybe that's why she also hasn't, like, seeked help for it and i don't know if this was happening like if it had happened before the trip happened yeah you know like i mean and that's the thing is like it you know we know taisa both when she was young and now and um if anybody even her own family came to her and said yeah we're predisposed to this you know medical condition right. you might not know that like she would be like fuck that not me like yeah exactly the girl does not believe in weakness in her own body her ego is the size of fucking mars you know yeah yeah that's true but yeah i don't know like i just like god she's got some issues yeah and the eating dirt thing is a real thing i had looked it up i forget what it's called but i did look it up it is a thing sometimes yeah. people eat dirt but yeah. i don't think that they end up cutting off dogs heads that's yeah. not it's not like a that pipeline was that was the stretch and yeah like, i mean that's not, it's hollywood i forgot it's fine. how fucking creepy she oh my god that that's scene where she scary. broke van's lip 
she scared the shit out of me. Like, I forgot how creepy mm-hmm. both versions of Taisa can be. Like, like brava yes. to both of them for yes. truly great horror acting. Because when she, when that was happening with Van, I was like, oh my fucking god! Mm-hmm. Like, it was yeah. it was hard to watch even because you could see she had like dead eyes. You know, so it wasn't sexy at all. It was like rapey and horrible and oh God. Yeah. So I think that it's only going to get worse and worse and worse. Um, And I am really, really nervous for it because I think it's going to be real, real scary. I'm watching these on Saturdays during daytime. Oh God! Uh, <laughs> fuck a Friday night. Oh uh, yeah, okay. yeah. I think you're absolutely correct. Um, we'll see about Taiza. Yeah. Um. Okay. And then we have Natalie kidnapping update. So we do see that she has been mm. kidnapped. She's well and alive. She's being fed. Um, she stabs a girl through a hand with a fork and realizes then that she is in a culty um, abyss and that it's Lottie. And really mm-hmm. what I wanted, because there's not really much more to say about that, I don't think. Um, but I guess we can segue before we get into Lottie and Travis. Um, m- one of the things that I'm most excited about this season is Misty's hunt down of Natalie. And like what that's going to look like because she is so crazy, but she's so fucking smart that it's just going to, I just love when Missy is in a place to just let her brain work and like seeing that play out. Like Christina Rich Rich is so good at this, like in this role and she's the most entertaining person in the entire cast at both levels, young and old. I agree. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, I'm very excited to see how that plays out. So yeah, obviously Misty starts looking for her and then sees that the door was actually uh, p- like broken into. Um, so now she mm-hmm. knows that Natalie was kidnapped and didn't actually leave her without a trace, which good for her, you know. Good for Misty. Yeah. 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 Whatever she needs to fucking sleep at night, you know? Yeah. Um, okay, so we get to a point when we're back in the wilderness, uh, Natalie and Travis are talking, and Natalie is kind of insinuating that Javi is actually dead. Um, Travis mm-hmm. is having a panic attack. Lottie comes over, does the hand on chest, like, reiki thing. Um, and, and Not um, even. Well, it's not I mean, really, but, you know, that's but, what I just, when I think of reiki, I think of someone else's Yes, chest, you she know? did connect with him by touch. Mm-hmm. which I think is an act of soothing. And she was just like, listen, just breathe. That's all you have. To- you can do that. Like you can, yeah. you don't have to do anything else. You can do that. I thought it was actually really nice. And she's the only one who was like, I think he's having an anxiety attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know? So, uh, yeah. So we saw that nice moment between them before Travis gets a little bony bone. Um, mm-hmm. which I just think it's funny and realistic because in some situations like that, you know, sure. I think that it helped relax him, you know, and like he's a young boy. Mm-hmm. Like the fucking wind could give him a boner for Christ's <laughs> exactly. sake. Um. So, uh, okay. So I just wanted to talk about Lottie and Travis because their relationship that we're seeing now is a lot different from how Natalie led on about it in season one, like adult Natalie. Um, because mm. even in the beginning, she was basically Natalie's thing when Travis, when they found him dead and they saw that the candle wax was in the shape of that thing, um, the sigil, uh, they 
Is it a sigil or is it a symbol? I don't know. It's a symbol, but it reminds me a lot of a sigil. Okay. Okay. Because sigils can be symbols. Right. Anyways, um, sorry. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, she... Okay, so Travis, dead. Natalie finds him, whatever. Then uh, Missy is kind of like, okay, maybe he did kill himself. And this was some sort of, like, seance thing that he did for the Mm -hmm. symbol for the wilderness. And he was, you know, basically Natalie's whole thing was, he doesn't believe in that shit. He doesn't believe in that shit. Like, hammering it in, like, Travis Mm -hmm. was very much non-believer of it. But then the first thing we see in the episode is them like him just being so receptive to the they were leaving to go hunt and to look for travis and she puts like ash in the palm of their hands and then makes them drink like a little bit of she like drops a little bit of blood in the water yeah she does like a sort of ritual and yeah he looked and seemed more receptive to it than natalie was natalie was not really yeah natalie said it out loud she was like yeah i don't you know like who knows if this yeah it it even helps and yeah yeah so um he said thank you yeah exactly and then you get the moment of lottie helping him come out of a panic attack and then you know so and then at the end of the episode this episode we see uh natalie finally confronts lottie lottie is like you know, I, you know, what, this is my friend. And Natalie is like, what the fuck am I doing here? Real cult leadery about it. Like everyone calm down. It's fine. (laughs) Watch me do my cult magic. Yeah. She's a friend Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And then Natalie was like, give me one reason. I shouldn't fucking kill you. And Lottie says, I have a message from you from Travis. And Mm -hmm. so I am just really curious what that means i'm right is it a physical message that he left to her specifically for Mm -hmm. misty or is it a message from beyond because you know lottie is in tune with everything Mm -hmm. yeah i'm curious about that too and i'm also it it puts more question marks around his death because it's like natalie natalie said that travis didn't believe in the ship what if travis actually did you know, and then and Lottie is also the only one that's giving in the wilderness is only the the only one giving him um reassurance about his brother, right? And saying like Javi's still alive, I just know it. And yeah. um, you know, that so it's like I feel like Travis was a lot more into it than what we thought he was. And Agreed. I think maybe he was involved with Lottie's cult shit, you know, and especially like if nothing happens with their relationship that changes how they are right now from the wilderness to date or to before he died. Um, I don't know. I just, I feel like he, I don't know. I feel like he was just more into it than, than we let on, which, which adds more question marks to his death. Yeah, that's a great point. I agree with that because he did seem much more receptive and not that he believes in it, but he's like, why am I going to fight this bitch on this right now? Like we're in the woods. We're just trying to, who gives a fuck if she wants us to do this? I'm just going to say thank you and play along. And honestly, I love that attitude from him. I'm like, you know what? 
that you guys are all going through your own shit. Like it is really important to understand and like step back, especially if it's not hurting anyone. Mm-hmm. It's like, Hey, like if she needs to like do this and like bow to the sun at this time and do this weird dance or whatever the fuck it is that people need to do out there. Fine. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I did really like that attitude from him. And I like that he like, I don't know. This was a nice introduction of like, you know, I'm not into it, but like, I still Lottie has been there for me. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing is like they, um, I mean, Taisa has been open, openly disrespecting it. Now we have Natalie, who had never really said anything about it before, now say like just saying comments, and like you know, pretty much everybody has said some shit against it besides Van, Missy, and now Travis. And we know that Van and Missy. I don't think Shauna has said anything bad about it either. Oh, okay, yeah, I guess not. Yep. Because um, she went up to sleep with Taiza in the first season when she was like, "Yeah, I'll prove it to you guys," and she's like, "I'm not gonna let you do that by yourself." Yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, even in in terms of just like Lottie specifically, like we've gotten mm-hmm. the majority of the people like shitty comments and disrespect, and um, yeah. Travis, you know, now he just seems really respectful of it, which is nice. Um, yeah. But yeah, and open minded, whereas we thought from Natalie that you know he wasn't open minded to it at all, and he didn't believe in it anything. And so I don't know. I'm just thinking that like Natalie is an is kind of an unreliable narrator at this point. Like she's she like yeah. I always thought she are, was. But. Yeah, and I always thought she was specifically because of the drugs. Like I hate to like label it that way and be like, oh, I can't trust the drug addict, but she just has like a scattered energy and like. It's something about her that I'm like, yeah, I, I just didn't trust your words fully from the beginning. But, like, we didn't have anything else to go on either. Mm-hmm. You know, so, like, it is kind of nice seeing some of this, too. I'm like, okay, like, we've only had what you're saying. Because no one else has talked about him in the adult life like that. Yeah. You know, except for, I guess, Misty. Because she was like, well, what the fuck are you doing? And, you know, Natalie had to tell her. Yeah. But, yeah, like, exactly. you know, other than that, we haven't gotten, like anybody else's opinion or point of view on his experience i mean he pretty much disappeared they both pretty much disappeared from the group i think together and then we're on Mm -hmm. and off and whatever natalie was the only one that knew anything about him and then he disappeared from her and then missy just being a psycho stalker smart ass like was able to find him yeah Um, well and that was another thing is like i was thinking um you know with with his death could it have been missy because she was the only one at the time of his death that knew where he lived and what he changed his name to and all this stuff. And so I was thinking, like, could it have been Missy? And she did it in order to try to get the, the gang back together, right? Like, could she have known that Natalie was done in rehab and would likely be going to look for him and she mm. could help find She could be the savior that helped find him. I don't know. You know, and the thing is, is like, as much as I like Missy right now, don't put shit past her. She's the only reason that they were stuck out in the woods, and I will never get past that, you know? She's the only reason. She fucking killed the transponder. So don't forget that. Lest we forget, Missy is the only reason any of them are even dealing with it right now. Yeah, what a bitch. Mm -hmm. Um, I literally can't forgive her for that. Thank you for reminding me, because I did forget. Uh, 
Yeah, I agree. She probably does want to be the savior and like have some kind of redemption. It definitely could have been her because you're right. She did have the location and all of that other information for however long before fucking Natalie was even looking. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I know. And then she just killed that reporter with no fucking remorse. Like she is a sociopath. She's been a sociopath. Oh, she did. Okay, thank you. That's a question that I did have. I'm glad you brought that up. I didn't know if she killed her because, like, I'm like, if you did kill her, why would you do it in in her car? Like, and, like, just let her do it in public. Like, you already had her in the house. Well, yeah, but she made it look like an overdose. That's why. Oh. Yeah, she put fentanyl in the cigarette, so it looked like a fentanyl overdose. It would rain. Oh, I didn't know it was fentanyl. I thought she just knocked her out again. was like, bitch, I was just toying with you. You're coming back. (laughs) Because she's crazy. So, like, yeah, that was yeah. my... Um, okay. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. That would be sick. I'm so dumb. I'm so dumb. Well, she's no, so no. crazy. So, I like, know. I, I know. But know. that's, like... Okay, so that's, like, psychotic. That's not sociopathic. I don't think that Missy likes to fuck with people. I think she just doesn't have any remorse for killing people. Yeah. I don't think yeah, any yeah, yeah. of them do. I mean, because clearly they end up killing people out in the fucking... To survive. So now they're, like... It's kind of, like... You know, like if a dog goes its whole life without biting anybody, but then finally bites somebody, it's going to be a lot easier for them to bite somebody again another time mm-hmm. because they've already passed mm-hmm. this point with themselves right. mentally. So like I Understood. think with, it's with them, it's like that. They were stuck in fight or flight and had to do what they had to do to survive, which no one blames them for. I would do the same thing, but... Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they they like their psyche is like pushed way past the boundary of what is a normal societal fucking person, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, so I don't think Misty is like a psycho. I think she, when I say that, when I say that she is, I'm just joking. I'm using that term loosely, but um, I do think that she's you know they're all sociopathic. Um, yes. So uh, yeah, so she killed the fucking reporter. Didn't care about that. I don't know. I mean, like the Misty killing travis is far-fetched i'm just saying it's i'm not leaving it out of my mind like yeah, that's, yeah, still, yeah. that's still an option absolutely um, yeah and i would not rule that out either because misty is crazy and unpredictable and she was from the i mean and not, i don't want to say from the beginning but like even when she cut off coaches like honestly that was smart that fucking saved his life yeah you know like and i don't blame and i'm glad that she acted fast because if she didn't he would have gotten infected all of this shit like you have to act quickly in situations like that and i'm mad that she didn't fucking oh sorry i was about to say solder his leg it's not solder it's cauterize um (laughs) technically cauterized the wound a lot sooner than she did i was like yo what the fuck were you like immediately for me i was like screaming at the tv when that happened she she like cut his leg and i was like cauterize the fucking wound now like you guys can make a fire you fucking idiots yeah (laughs) you know you put him through like another horrible trauma i fuck that pissed me off oh gosh yeah yeah um yeah so boy boy oh boy but yes so she is fact act fast acting she is the smartest one i just also want to point out how fucking dumb um just on the topic of missy being so smart and understanding what to do with the body and all this stuff and don't go to the store and buy the chemicals and all the shit i'm just like bravo you Mm -hmm. smarty pants how fucking dumb uh jeff and shauna are they light this big ass fire right under their tree are they you fucking idiots? They're they fucked in Adam's 
gallery. I'm like, there's going to be DNA everywhere, you fucking idiots. I know. I know. Oh, what God. are you okay. doing? Can we, um, I have a, a lightning round question that has to do with this after, but I actually okay. want to talk about it right now because, um, because I, I don't, Adam is just such a big mystery to me because I was and still believe and Redditors will come from my head because they're like, we debunked this or whatever. The fucking showrunner said it wasn't true or some bullshit. But I still believe that Javi is Adam. I still believe that. Number one. Number two, if Javi isn't Adam, then who the fuck is Adam? Why is he so obsessed with Shauna? And were they really fucking around that long, like for that long of a time to for him to make all of those pieces of her? Because that's a lot of hours. And I was like, this is unrealistic. Number one, just from an art side of it. I'm like, that one, one painting that she fucked up, I'm like, that's an 18-hour commission right there. Like, he, what does this man work? But then it's yeah. like, we know that he had the book of the Yellow Jackets, like, story, like a book about mm-hmm. it. So I'm like, okay, he knows who Shauna is, but, like, why is he so obsessed with her? And, like, that just, again, leads me to go back to it's fucking Javi. And Javi and Shauna had a mm-hmm. really good relationship in the wilderness before he disappeared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that it could be a super fan situation because people are weird and crazy. Oh, and I'm like, right. yeah, yeah. You know, like, I, and I don't know, like, I don't know if they would bring that into this, but like, they're already bringing some crazy shit into it. Another thing I just want to bring up because, and I do agree with you about the Adam thing, I think it could be Javi, which we will talk about. But I do want to talk about uh, Shauna's husband a little bit, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he's an idiot. But one thing I do want to say, like, I am really interested and I hope we get a little bit more backstory on him because he has something primal too, but I'm like, where does yours come from? Yeah. Yeah. What's going on? Because it's weird to me that you're good with all this shit. Like, obviously he knows her. He knew her before and he knew her after. Like, it's a different thing and level of comfortability that like they probably have and like that he probably like knows and assumes about her for being with her for so long you know like when you're with somebody even if they don't tell you there's some nuanced things that you'll pick up on yeah yeah that he's like okay this is something that i'm gonna have to be okay with and deal with but like Mm -hmm. it's very strange to me some of the things that have already happened with him that i'm like how are you good with this bro Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's actually um this is going to sound horrible, but it's kind of admirable. Like, I want to be like, I want to come to my husband. No, maybe I don't want this. Uh, I'm thinking it now and I, I probably don't. Wait. But I want to go to my husband and say, hey, sorry, I know you just tried to blackmail us. I don't, I wouldn't want that. Don't do anything to me and my friends. But hey, I was having an affair with this young hot guy and I stabbed him. Cool. Like, and him just be like, yeah. <laughs> Like, cool. Like, I'm just like, I want that level of fucking, you don't, don't ask, don't tell, no questions. You just, yeah, you know, I just want to say, I'm glad that you said this because I wanted to just point out that Jeff is a motherfucking ride or die, my dude. This man is a ride or die. And it's so funny to me because I'm like, you know, like, I think it's really funny that like the connotation is kind of for females. Sorry, I didn't yeah. mean to say females. Ew, I sound like a fuck boy. <laughs> what am I doing? 
Uh, so sorry. Uh, um, but you get you get it. It's more of like a feminine connotation. Like, oh, that's my ride or die. That's my little baby boo, whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's funny because Jeff is that. He is that. And I'm just like, look at you. You're just out here being a man, but also being a ride or die. I love it. Yeah. He yeah I, I actually, yeah. I hate Jeff, but I love him. He, there is, there are some redeeming qualities about him. Um, I will say that his, uh, in the car solo Papa Roach, um, therapy session was fucking hysterical. And it was, it was awkward. Oh my God. I was like, this is just such a nineties kid, like thing to do, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't know. It Mm -hmm. just, it felt very teenager and funny. And, and then I'm like, of course they pick the most, unironic song you know it just yeah 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 um but yes I think but I do think just we're starting to see little pieces of Jeff that are that are starting to crack a little bit mm-hmm, the foundation mm-hmm. feels a little less stable than it did last season yeah, um, which I'm kind of excited to see because um Shauna did take advantage of him I mean he did blackmail her friends and he did lie to her about the success of his own store and to be honest, I'm like, I, yes, I would love um, to be able to tell my husband I stabbed somebody and him just be like, okay, cool. Like, what do you need from me? But like, I don't think I would ever want to be married to someone that owned a furniture store. So. All right. <laughs> Noted. Everybody. It's just, it's such a boring thing. It's so. If you own a furniture boring. store. And you're into Sam, you better change careers, okay? Sips <laughs> 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 fucking tea. Um, yeah, yeah. So I am very interested in in what the fuck is happening there. Because, like, I don't really understand how he's so good with all the shit. Yeah. Um, and then, I know you don't give a fuck, but then there's their daughter. I do give a fuck about this little bitch, and I won't say that much. All I'll say is... Fuck them kids. Get these kids out of here. Let the adults handle what the fuck they need to handle. Ma'am, stop asking questions. Why are you going through the grill? Shut up. Why are you going through the grill and trying to find something to get your mom in trouble? When you put your mom in prison for life, you're going to feel horrible Horrible. because you're not going to be able to hug her anymore. Oh, my God. Yes. Thank you for even just saying that. Um, When I have kids, they will be it will be a loyal household. This will be my policy. If I kill somebody, that's fine because mommy does no wrong. Okay. well, listen, I am not I am not justifying Shauna. I am not. She should not have fucking killed Adam like you dumb bitch. Why would you do that? Like Mm -hmm. that was unnecessary. But I'm also like, let these cops, whenever they get there, let them do what they need to do. Shauna, honey, or the daughter, whatever her fucking name is, please go to your room. Yeah, gracefully bow the fuck out of this one. This is adults at the table. Get out of. Go. Like, yeah. Yeah. um, It's just pissing me off. I know, especially when she's a little shit herself. Like, cool, I'm going to sneak off and do Molly at a fucking club and, you know, in New York City. Like, get, stop it, Kelly. Like, she just, she's acting grown. I don't know. She's just my least favorite person in this entire show. She wanted her to, she was mad that her mom fucking had this affair and she was like, I'm going to tell dad. And then she comes back and she's like, 
oh, it's really fucked up. And she's like, well, I, I told dad. And she's like, oh my God, I can't believe you fucking do-. And I'm like, bitch, what do you want? Yeah. What do you yeah. want? She doesn't know. She's 17 and she's an asshole. Exactly. She says it perfectly in the, the season one, which made me like Shauna a lot, how realistic she was being about her own kids. But she was like, yeah, Callie's an asshole. Our daughter is an <laughs> asshole. It's fine. Yeah. Like, you can say that. Um, like, Callie, be 17, be a dancing queen, listen to ABBA, fucking A. Seriously. Like, um, gosh, okay. I'm just reading through my notes. Is there anything else that I want to... I think I said everything that, oh, and I guess I just wasn't um, just going back to Crystal and her little, I was not ready for an impromptu musical routine, you know, of her just like doing a little sing and dance and then her telling Misty, like, you know, you just need a good vocal coach. We can harmonize. And I'm like, oh oh my God, she's such a theater kid. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess, though, lastly, I do want to say, because we mentioned it in the beginning about the names, you know, the title and the lend me your ear. We mm-hmm. did say that, but we didn't say what happened in the end. So, oh, yes. Shauna with the body of Jackie, you know, she like is visualizing and speaking and she like gets angry in one of like the depictions that they're having, like with this conversation that she's having with Jackie's dead body. Mm-hmm. But then she like pushes it or something. And because the bitch is frozen solid, sorry, that was insensitive, but <laughs> her ear <laughs> flies off. It's a true Van Gogh moment. Like, surely <laughs> art, baby. Um, but Shauna freaks out. She's like, oh my fucking God. Oh, I'm so sorry. She like, you know, sits her back up and she like tries to put the ear back on. It doesn't go back on. So what does she do? She puts the ear in her fucking pocket. And I'm like, mm-hmm. just leave it. Just put it in her hand. I don't yeah. fucking know. You just leave the ear there, dude. Yeah. Like you do not need to have a pocket in your ear. You you just don't need one. Okay? The it's not gonna be ear. any good. And you're in your pocket. A little poly pocket ear in your pocket. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't need so, to carry it around. Um, no, you don't need to carry it around. You're already doing too much by yeah, speaking with her for hours every day. Grief is weird, man. Um, grief is weird. And I'm not, again, sorry. I, that was rude. I shouldn't have said doing too much. Because, again, I'm not trying to hate on her system of grieving. But I do think that, like, she needs a little bit of intervention at this point. Like, she obviously needs some help. Mm-hmm. And we know that because even Taiza asks her in this episode, the young version, she's like, are you good you are you okay? Yeah. And she's like, yeah. The fuck? Yeah. And Taiza kind of is like, okay, bitch. Like yeah. in her, you know, she says it with her eyes, yeah. but yeah. um, yeah. So and then the very end of it, we see Shauna take a bite out of the ear or eat the whole ear. I don't remember. I think she just bit half. Honestly, if I was pregnant and starving, an ear would look pretty tasty. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that, like, she's smart enough to have contemplated this for a while Mm -hmm. because rations are already – they've already been cutting back rations. Mm -hmm. And they cut it back again this evening because they're running out of food. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. So we know that this means some shit's about to happen. Number one, they're probably going to have to sacrifice Jackie's body. Yeah. Unless – I don't know. I feel like Shauna might be protective about it. And they're going to be like, no, we have that's, to sacrifice. Else. That's what I think is going to happen. I think Shauna is going to eat away at her slowly. 
I think that Shauna will keep her for herself. That's what I think is going to happen. Um, fucking so kudos. Hard. I need to start writing down these Reddit users' names when I come across like a really good or like interesting theory. This person was spot the fuck on. Um, they theorized that this was before the episode came out that um, Shauna was going to be spending time with Jackie's dead body. It was going to be frozen. Mm-hmm. So she would still be a body. Um, yeah. And uh, that Shauna would start eating Jackie. Uh, first of all, out of starvation mostly, but number two to ha- like as a symbolic way of keeping Jackie with her forever and within her child. Um, because the child was with Jeff and whatever, just keeping Jackie like a part of that union. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that's really interesting. And then of course we that's see really kind of nibble at the ear, like uh, you know, a Mike Tyson, if you will. I just feel like there's so many ear references. God. <laughs> you had your arsenal full. Oh, you were waiting gosh. for this. I did, oh my god, these on the fly because they are. It's just too easy. Um. But yeah, so so I think that that's, you know, now I'm like, oh shit, that theory might be like legit. But I do think that Shauna is going to be very protective of Jackie's body. I don't think she's going to let anybody eat her. Um, But I do think that this is the first stage of cannibalism that we're going to get in general. Yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is is started, you know, by Shauna eating Jackie's body. Now, I have a question for, I have a couple questions, actually. This was also going to be in the lightning round, but I only had three prepared and I already asked one. So um, we're just going to talk about it. Um, Would you, this is more so for people that are new to the pod and us, because this is our first time talking about Yellow Jackets uh, publicly. We've already had these conversations. I already know what your answers are, but just to get, give them a better idea of where we stand on certain things. Sure. Would you be a cannibal in these circumstances? I think, yes. I think out of desperation and starvation. I mean, I would probably do everything possible first to not do go there but the thing is it's tricky right because if everyone is surviving i don't know if i'd be able to take someone's life i would probably starve but my next question maddie oh i'm sorry okay you just i'm so sorry it was a but the thing is if people are dying off what are you going to do? Yeah. You know, and I think a lot of real life cannibalism situations in survival situations have been like that. They don't kill their fellow survivors. People die off and they do what they have to do. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I, you would have to fact check me. I'm not super well versed, but the things that like I have seen and read, I think that's been mostly the case. You might know a bit better than I do actually. Just like cannibalistic, uh, like indigenous cultures. Um, well, I am actually not sure. I think some in- not in not indigenous cultures. I mean, just like any survival situation that's happened, oh. like like this, they don't. Um, well, I mean, I know each other. the one of the biggest inspirations for this were were, were the um the soccer t- the boys soccer team that crashed in South America in the Andes Mountains and um similar situation. They were out there, I think, for six months or something. So we're getting like an extreme version of that. They sure. did survive by eating their dead. The people that died right. in the plane crash, they survived by eating people that were already dead. Correct. But they did not hunt each other. Well, that's that, but that's what they said. They could have killed people. You just never know, right? But sure. that was the story, is that the people that were already dead 
So yeah, so that would be my answer to absolutely I would be a cannibal. I am a horrible person when I'm hungry. I don't know how they're doing it and not already killing each other. I seriously I I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Um and yeah. I couldn't I, do it. I don't know. I feel like because I'm such a horrible person when I'm hungry, I might kill somebody. Oh my God! I, and I feel like the you first person that I would kill is fucking Crystal. I would be like, this is too easy. Is, yeah. <laughs> and also, like, she's putting a target on us. Like, bears and sounds. What the fuck? Like, you need to shut the fuck up. We're out here in the wilderness. Stop attracting things to us. Yeah. Bitch. Oh, God. Yeah. Um... Oh, yes. Uh, I get that. Actually, that's a really good point about the hanger because I am also horrible when I am hungry. Yeah. Although I get really weak. So I don't know. I might be the first to die and get eaten, actually. (laughs) I can't do anything. I need to eat. Oh, my God. No, if we were out there together, you'd be the first to die and I'd be the first to eat you. I'd be like, well... You know, just- honestly, I'd be a happy sacrifice. I'd be like, good. I didn't want to do this shit anyways. Fucking sling me up. Put me on a rotisserie. I wonder how illegal cannibalism is. Like. <laughs> Ma'am, what? <laughs> I was Ma'am. I'm curious what human meat would taste like. I'm not going to Google that. Um God, I'm sounding like Hannibal Lecter. Um, I, I have you no are, you are. I'm pretty sure it tastes like what other meats taste like. Let's just be real here. Like, if you cook any kind of meat, they're all gonna have like a meaty sensation, right? Yeah. You know, like I hate to say that because it's like, oh, like I'm. It probably tastes pretty normal. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I have no fucking idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, it's meat. It's something that you cook, and I don't know, if you're a fancy cannibal, you probably season it. Sorry. (laughs) I don't fucking know. I don't know. Oh my gosh. You know what I was thinking is they probably have no seasoning, and so even the food that they are getting is so bland. Well, actually, I don't think so, because they've been making tea with, like, herbs and stuff that Mm -hmm. probably do have some flavor. Okay. You know? Mint has a lot of flavor. Yeah. Some aromatics. Yep. Yep valid yeah um, like so maybe gosh uh again they're idiots though so i don't know if they've even got like they've made the tea but i'm like have you been smart enough to season the fucking meat yet like i don't know you guys are like 16 idiots yeah, i know yeah but i mean i yeah. guess any sort of food is good when you're that hungry but yeah i think Absolutely. i think where i stand is i might kill somebody truthfully i mean sure I and know. you know what i don't blame you because hanger is real yeah um i I wouldn't survival instinct would kick in so high that like especially like if i was like shauna like shauna Mm -hmm. if if i was pregnant bro absolutely not because i would like the maternal instinct would be like you need to feed this baby doesn't matter like um so yeah it's like it makes sense that shauna is actually the first person to do it it makes sense that it's jackie that that it happens to and now mm-hmm. I'm just like, we know that they hunt each other. Like, we know that that's coming. So, mm-hmm. and what what the theories that we talked about a lot during last season was like, how are the groups going to be split up? Is it, it, say, it seemed like at the end of last season that they already were starting to divide because you had Lottie, Misty, and Van that 
sacrificed the bear heart to the tree stump and you know and they like went down and they had that little bit thank you Mm. thank you thank you i'm so sorry to segue this i know we're getting close to the end here but what was up with the tree stump that was the one question when they're when travis and natalie are in the woods and they're like out in the snow and they see the tree stump it's like not frozen is that what it was it was so quick like I didn't understand what was I happening. Yeah, I, I don't even know if that was the same tree stump, but that because they were seven miles out where they were, right. so so I don't even think it was the same one. But there might be something with tree stumps because there was, wasn't there a flash? Um, maybe when someone was hallucinating, maybe it was doom coming. But there was like a flash of a tree stump with a bunch of candles around it. Yeah, I think yeah. Yeah, so Lottie has had that vision stumps. a couple times. There's something with the stumps. I don't know. But the stump that Natalie and Travis came across, it wasn't frozen. It had moss on it. And they investigated okay. it because it was weird. Yeah. That yeah, she was like, oh, okay, that's what I thought. I wasn't sure. It was really, really quick. Um, hashtag something with the stumps. Gotta be. Fuck. Gotta be. Okay. Yeah. So, but it looks like they're all still pretty communal together. Um. Mm -hmm. not going outside staying in that house god that would drive me nuts um yeah but yeah so they haven't split up yet i don't think there's gonna be any hunting right now um i think that that's probably way later maybe because i think they have to spend two winters out there if i'm yeah yeah i think it's two because they're out there for 16 months they go out there gosh i like i'm trying to think when would high school soccer national championships be They're not. I know. Well, they celebrated their prom there. That was what June coming was. So that would have been June, May, June. So they, but no, that doesn't make sense because then they would be going right into summer and it wouldn't be winter yet because June coming was right before it snowed for the first time. Uh, we'll we'll do some research. I'm not going to waste time yeah. here, but yeah, but they. Do, I think they. The way that I figured it out, they spend two winters out there, so maybe this winter is absolutely fucking horrible and devastating. But then maybe next come next winter, they're like, fuck this, you know, we got to eat. Well, right. But the thing is, I think they, you know, wouldn't they be smart and like use their spring and summer to fucking like hunt some shit, but they probably yeah. still run out, you know, like exactly. the thing is like you can freeze the food, but in like summer and winter, you need salt to preserve the food yeah, for at least a little bit, you know, you could, they can only collect so much moving into winter. There's ways to like that. You can like bury it and stuff, but we're not expecting any of them to know that. And they don't have a freezer. So they, yeah, they pretty That's much I mean. eat it as it comes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's not a lot of options for the girls. Except for the girls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh God, everybody. I'm so sorry. It's just, you know, we, they've opened the can of cannibalism for this shit. And I'm like, they, they're, God. I hope no one ever has to experience anything like that. It just, ugh, fucking A, dude. Yeah. Fucking A. Yep. Well, on that note, I think I got all that shit off my chest. I thought we were talking about this for like three hours. So yeah, no, I think uh, we got it all out and I'm pretty proud. So everyone, thanks so much for listening. Join us again next week for a fucking episode two of Yellow Jackets season two. We're going to be discussing it. We're going to be talking theories, Mm -hmm. obviously talking cannibalism. Yeah. And we're going to be talking 
Travis. Hashtag, where the fuck are you, Travis? Oh, Javi. Er, sorry, Javi. Yeah. Hashtag, where are you, Javi? Hashtag, is Travis at? Hashtag, the guy who plays Travis, don't know his name. He is so yummy that I'm hoping that we get adult flashbacks of him and Nat because he is yum. And we need eye candy for the show. We have none. That's the only thing they're missing is hot men because she went up and killed off friggin' Adam. She killed the one. She killed the one. Idiot. Um, okay. Yes. Also, yeah. So we're going to be doing these, uh, every week on every episode. We are also starting succession. We're about to hop off and go watch season one premiere right now. Uh, succession will be on Instagram and YouTube. Well, we might upload, we'll figure it out, but they're going to be shorter episodes quick. We're going to have guests on almost each week. Um, so stay tuned for those on Tuesday nights as well. If you watch succession. Thanks Ooh, yellow jackets. We'll see you next time. Um, find us, you know, same place. HB Hose. Yep. Love ya. Bye. Bye.